listening to the Faithology Podcast with John Barrett, where you'll hear great ideas, interviews, and inspiration to help maximize your spiritual growth. Hey guys, I'm John Barrett. I'm so glad that you are listening to the Faithology Podcast yet once again. It's great to have you here, and I'm glad that you're tuning in. You're taking the time to grow your faith, to level up your faith, and to be everything that God wants you to be. And today, I have got a special guest with me in the house, Miss Shiley Hall. How are you doing, gal? Good, how are you? I am awesome. Shiley is an intern up here at our church and uh, she is helping out. She just got involved. And what I love about Shyla is this. She took the initiative on her own. This isn't like an internship through a school or anything like that. You literally just said, hey, I want to get involved in ministry. I want to get involved in the church. I want to get involved in what God is doing. And you came to us and you said, hey, can I intern up here and just come up and help out and everything? So Shyla, you rock. You are awesome. <laughs> so it's great to have you here. Now, Shiley, tell us, um, how old are you, Shiley? I am 17. 17 years old. Yes. Very, very cool. And um, now now tell me this real quick. This is this is kind of cool. You play guitar. I do. And you do some singing. I and do. That. I remember helping you out with like writing a song. And yes. I think I still have that song somewhere like in my archives here where <laughs> I think we recorded like a little sample or something right. years ago. And uh, but you 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 do an awesome job on that. You're super creative, and I've known you now for gosh, how long? Maybe two or three years, maybe I don't longer. Even, I think it's been like five or six. Yeah, it's been a long yeah, time. It's been a so, while. And uh, and we kind of missed you for a little bit, but you ended up coming back mm-hmm. and kind of getting involved, and now you're here. Yeah. So, Shiley, it is so cool to have you on the show today. I'm so glad our listeners are going to be able to hear from a teenager today, mm-hmm. and we're going to kind of dive into that. We're going to kind of get into the world of of a teenager and what we can do as parents, as coaches, grandparents, aunts, uncles, uh, just whoever you are in any capacity that you deal with teenagers, just trying to understand how we can make an impact in teenagers' lives and that. But Shali, tell us a little bit um, about yourself. What grade are you in? What what year is this I'm a senior. You're a senior this year. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, And you got big plans for college? Yes. All I right. am going to Taylor University next year. All right. Very excited about it. That's going to be very, very cool. Yes. So, and what are you going to go to school for? What is... I am majoring in Christian ministries and minoring in psychology. All right. That's mm-hmm. right. You got to get into the head of these people and understand <laughs> them so you can you can put Jesus into them. So, <laughs> yes. And uh, that's good. Well, we talk a lot about those things on this show, psychology and just our thinking and how our thinking impacts our faith and our relationship with God and our relationship with other people. So that's really cool. Um, Shali, what is your favorite food? Pizza. Pizza. Nice. What kind? What kind? Uh, like what brand or what type? Um, No, like what do you like on it? Pepperoni or just cheese. I'm really basic. Nice. Pepperoni and cheese. All right. (laughs) What's your favorite snack? Oh, Croutons. Croutons! Yes! <laughs> you just snack on croutons? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, like garlic-flavored croutons? Pretty much all croutons. Just anything. They're all good. They're, They're all good. <laughs> Do you make? Have you ever made homemade croutons? No. Right. I don't think so. You should so. try it. You should try I should. it. This, is, I should. this could be like an awesome experience. You could have the <laughs> Shiley Hall croutons. You could come up with like your own brand. That would be perfect. That be I awesome? would be so good at that. You would. That would be cool. All right, cool. Well, Shiley, um, you are a senior this year mm-hmm. and interning here at the church and uh, just an awesome gal, creative gal. And we're so excited to have you on the show today. So excited to jump in and just kind of learn 
um, just about teenagers, like I said, and, and, and faith and that. So let me ask you this. Where, what was it that brought you to faith? I mean, because I, you know, knowing you, you've got a great faith in Christ and 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 following Him. So, what got you there? I mean, was it? Did you grow up just kind of knowing God? Was there a moment that you really just had an encounter with God? Like, what is it for you in your journey of faith where God really became real, and you just said, "Man, I need to live my life for Christ. I need to give my life to Him." Like, what was what was that process? So, I was actually four. Um, nice. I did not grow up originally being a Christian. Yeah. Um, my family was not a Christian family, but then we made some friends and we ended up at a church um, and I got saved and filled with the spirit when I was four. It was nice. completely a decision though. I knew exactly what I was doing. Yeah. I knew exactly what I was getting myself into. And so I haven't looked back since. That's so cool. I yeah. love it. I yeah. love it. So, so since then, I mean, you have been seeking God out. And of course, like all of us, we go through some hard times we go through some times where we kind of fall away a little bit and you know and then other times where we're strong and we're just going and and that but um what was it let me ask you this when did you start feeling like you know you I mean now you're pursuing ministry you're interning here you're going to be going to school to go into ministry when did you start feeling like God was putting on your heart that you wanted to make a difference for him in people's life like what when when was that That was, um, funny enough, I I had this boyfriend, and we had just broken up, and that's a whole different story. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right? Um, Teenage girls. (laughs) (laughs) So after the breakup, I was having a really hard time with dealing with everything, and I was just listening to a lot of worship music and doing a lot of that, and I was like, you know what? I want to go into ministry. Like, this is Mm. what I want to do. So it's been about a year now, okay. maybe year, year and a half yeah. that I've wanted to be in ministry. Very, very cool. And tell us a little bit about, I mean, you, I know you've talked to me a little bit about what where your heart is, but where is your real passion like with ministry? What is it that you really see yourself in the future, God putting you in and being able to get involved in? Like, what does that look like for you? Um, I definitely want to work with youth and with children, especially. I absolutely adore children, and I love being a child and playing fun games and all of that stuff. So definitely those ministries. Very cool. Well, perfect. Well, let me ask you this then, Shiley. So um, kind of going back to what I said earlier with the whole idea of, you know, this episode where I really want um, our listeners to get, because most of our listeners are you know, probably um, parents of little ones or maybe the grandparents or maybe they're involved in youth ministry or children's ministry at their church helping out, or maybe they're a coach, you know, in the community with, um, you know, helping out at the local YMCAs or whatever clubs and different things like that. So help us understand a little bit, Shiley, what, what we can do mm-hmm. as adults where we are interacting with teenagers and trying to be an example to them. And, you know, we hear a lot about the millennial generation and millennials and that, and, um, you know, just the difference in, in how to reach them now and how to make an impact and all that. And it's been a long time for a lot of us since we've been a teenager, mm-hmm. uh, some a lot longer than others uh, and that. Although, you know, being old is a state of mind, not a number. That's you know so what I mean? true. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, I mean, you can be like 75 and still young. You can be like 25 and old, right? That's entirely so, true. Yeah, so um, hopefully we're all staying young and, and fresh in that. But, Sully, what are some things that we can do, you know, as we connect with teenagers and as we try to be an example to teenagers, what are things that, that from your perspective as a teenage girl, as a senior, that 
what is it that you're looking for in adults? Like when 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 it comes to faith and those kind of things, right? I mean, because we could talk about a million different things, but right. But when it comes to our faith, what is it that you have found that is so helpful that adults, maybe your parents have done, or maybe just a youth leader, or maybe um, just examples in your life? What have been some of the things that adults have done that have made just a big impact in you? That if you kind of look now and even look back in your life, that you would say. It was because of this, when adults and, and different leaders or parents did this in my life, this is what made a huge impact to me. What are some of those things? First of all, I want to say that I have some really awesome parents. Awesome. Um, I know your parents too. They are yeah, very cool. <laughs> they've been super awesome my whole life, and we've definitely had our challenges, but sure. they raised me so well, and I'm so thankful for that. That's so cool. Um, Sh- hey, shout out there to mom and dad. True. <laughs> That's right. If you're listening, mom and dad, you guys are awesome. I'm sure okay. they will be, and that, they'll that, be well, all excited about are. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, You're going to get major points for that, by the oh, way, right? Definitely. Like, hey, mom and dad, you should take Shyly out to like her favorite restaurant and get pizza and pepperoni <laughs> and cheese and then get her croutons for what she just said she gave you some major props all right so go ahead sorry. okay so I would say that the coolest thing that my parents have done up to this point in my life is they have made it really open for me to talk to them yeah. and for me to just talk about what's going on and talk about other situations and especially my mom me and my mom are absolute best friends like Very it cool. sounds ridiculous but we are no, that's and awesome. it's it's really nice because you know my best friend lives with me that's right so that's super it's your roommate, cool right it's my roommate yeah. um so yeah it's been really nice to have that open relationship with them yeah um and then something that's really really huge that i have grown up and this is a big part of how i've grown up is that if there if something huge were to happen yeah such as something happens and i end up getting pregnant or sure. something happens and i don't even know i get into a car accident whatever sure some major life altering yeah, thing yeah some that major happened. stuff if sure. that were to happen i know that my parents would not freak out about it yeah and they would definitely be freaking out on the inside and sure. that's totally understandable but they would be really really calm with me and they would talk with me and help me fix whatever was going on yeah cuz also with me, I am so like, I'm so type A. And so I like punish myself. Sure, <laughs> and sure. So if I do something wrong, I know I did something wrong. And so they don't really need to tell me that I did something wrong. Sure, they just like need to help me out. fix it. Right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. So let me ask you this. Um, what what led to that? Like you say that they're they're just really open with you and you feel this freedom to kind of come to them and talk to them about anything, which is a huge deal, right? There's a lot of teenagers mm-hmm. that don't do that, right? They, there's right. a wall between them and their parents or youth leader or a coach or a teacher. And, you know, we as, as, as adults want to break down those walls, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's really tough. So what are some things that you have found that why is it that you feel so comfortable talking with your parents and opening up to them about, you know, major life things that could be going on? What is that? Is it is it that they just took the time? Is it because their calm attitude when you have told them things? Like, what is it that really made you feel so comfortable if you had to kind of identify? I know that's kind of a hard question. Yeah, but, no, it's But cool. what, what made it? so comfortable for you to be open with them well i think that there are a lot of factors that go into it and there are so many that i can't say off the top of my head but i think that one part of it is just 
our personalities match, mm-hmm. especially me and my mom's. It's just we go really well together and that kind of thing. So that's helpful because we both kind of understand each other. Mm-hmm. But it's also that they have always been there. And if they're in the middle of doing something, if they're in the middle of watching TV or whatever, I'm like, hey, can I talk to you? They turn off the TV, they stop what they're doing, and they look at wow, me and cool. they talk to me. And I think that that's huge. Even if it's about something stupid, like sure. something a girl said or what I had for lunch, like like sure. whatever, or the crouton, was bad. Or the crouton yeah. was bad, they would listen to me. Sure, sure. And so I think that that's, that's really big, just being aware of your teenager yeah, and good. even just your child, not even your teenager, but being aware of your child and what they need and what they want and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's so good. And that's such great advice because, you know, we can get so busy and uh, as adults and, and anybody can you know, that we just kind of tune things out, right? And, mm-hmm. and without knowing it, we may even be building up our own walls because we're just not attentive, right? We're, especially right. as adults, we're thinking about work, we're thinking about maybe there's a spouse, right? I mean, maybe mom and dad are having some things going on in their own life and they're mm-hmm. just not taking the time to connect with their kid, um, not intentionally, but maybe just because they're just so consumed with what's going on in their life that they don't do it. But I love what you're saying that it's because of that effort that your mm-hmm. parents uh, specifically have done to, you know, turn off the TV and, and just right. spend some time and just let, and you know now that you've got their ear yeah. and that you know that they're going to listen to you, that they're going to be there for you. And mm-hmm. that is so huge. And you know, and I know this, of course, you know, cause you've got teenage friends that are going through this <laughs> and I know cause I deal with a lot of teenagers right. um, that a lot of parents uh, are just very disengaged from their kid. Yeah. especially the older they get, right? I mean, we yes. kind of expect it when you're young, you know, but it's mm-hmm. like once a, a kid gets kind of a teenager, maybe gets a little more responsibility, a little bit older, um, parents can real easily disengage. Mm-hmm. And and yet it kind of backfires on them, right? They yeah. think they might be giving them space or room, which is important, but at the same time, they're maybe backing off too much where they're not even communicating and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So um, very cool. So you know, along those lines of your parents have made it so that they are attentive to you, that they're paying attention, that, that you can come to them and talk to them about things and open up with them. What are some other things that, that you have seen that have made a really big impact um, that maybe your parents have done or maybe, again, a youth leader, a coach or something like that or an adult has done um, that really is um, helpful to you? Like, do you... Do you do you like hearing their stories or is it more like you just want them to be an ear and give you advice or is it just like, what is it when they talk to you that really makes an impact? What is it that they say specifically beyond just listening, right? I know listening makes a big, it's a big deal Mm because you feel heard, but when they actually do respond and and maybe give you advice or tell you a story about their life or whatever, Mm -hmm. what, what of those things have you found that have been really helpful? I think that um, for me personally, what I have found helpful may not be helpful for everyone. Sure. Um, just because of different ways. I like hearing stories um, a lot of the time from like my mom and what she's gone through and that kind of thing and mm-hmm. how she can help me with a problem. I think that's really cool. And also a big thing is when parents are focused on their child and not focused on themselves it makes a big impact and then that child sees not to be focused on themselves Mm, that's good and so it's a really good like example kind of thing yeah and 
I think that that's really important and that's what my mom has done. She has been very, very selfless and she wants to know what I think and what I'm talking about and what I want to talk about or what I'm reading or what I'm watching or whatever it is. If it's important to me, she makes it important to her. Yeah. And so I think that that is huge. That's great. Well, I love what you said too about it's an example for you to also remember not to be just totally consumed with yourself. Right. Right. When yeah. you see that example of someone who is giving and thinking about you or others, mm-hmm. it helps you to kind of go, gosh, I need to be maybe more like that. Right. Right. And, and, and kind of be that example as well that I'm seeing from my example to other people. Very cool. So let me turn the tables a little bit and, and, you know, in terms of um, what adults have done to impact you, like your parents and different things like that. And let me ask you this, just kind of getting into more like the relationship that you have with God and that teenagers have with God. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some things that, that you notice that um, teenagers are really hungry for? Like, what is it that they're they're seeking? What is it that your generation is when it comes to the things of God? What is it that they're curious about, hungry about? What is it that that they want to know about God? You know, I think every generation kind of has like these, you know, general things about them that they're really curious about or they're hungry about or they want to know. So kind of looking at yourself and and your friends, what are some things that you notice in your generation that they're looking for from God or they're trying to seek out? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that for almost all teenagers, we, just for starters, we are the most insecure p- people, like group of <laughs> nice. people. And that's just that's just the truth. And so a lot of what we're seeking and what teenagers want, they don't know that they want because they don't want to admit that they want. But they want, they want love and they want affection and they want someone who is going to be there no matter what, isn't going to mess them up or anything like that they just want someone who will always constantly be there and I think that is really really huge and that's a really big thing yeah that they don't know that they want but that's really what they need and if they had that their lives would be completely different yeah yeah that's good and and you know when when they're looking for that um those people in their life that are that are showing them that love, they can see Christ in that, right? Mm-hmm. They begin to see God in that. People that are there for them, you know, we're the hands and feet of Jesus, you know, the Bible right. kind of talks about. And when we become that, it's like they see Christ in that and they know that there's a God that loves them. Right. Right. Even in their imperfections, like you said, their insecurities, mm-hmm. right? Like, like teenagers are... You know, thinking about their looks, they're thinking about um, their image, they're thinking about how other people view them and, you know, all those kind of things. And when they start to see even their earthly relationships be a reflection of God, like people that love them, people that care about them, people that look past their flaws and just look at the good inside of them, then they start to associate that with God. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, maybe there's a God that really does love me. Yeah. Maybe there's a God that created me that sees past all my faults and doesn't just always pick those out necessarily, Mm -hmm. but loves me so much that he's going to make me better. Yeah. You know, and he loves me for who I am. And then he loves me into being more like him and that, which is really, really cool. So, um, let me ask you this. What are some things, um, that you, you do in your life as a teenager that help draw you closer to God? 
Like, what are some things that you find really helpful for you? Maybe it's reading a Bible. Maybe it's listening to worship music. Maybe it's going to church. Maybe it's, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things that you find that really help grow your faith in God and some things that you do that really Im- make an impact on you to be more of a follower of Christ? What are some things that you do? Um, I do a devotion every night, and so I'll read a chapter of the Bible, and I'll write about it or, like, make some kind of note about it. Um, yeah. And so that's that's really helpful. Now, is that um, devotion like a book that you have? No, or? it's just the Bible and okay. then a journal. That's, okay, that's cool. what I found is best for me because yeah. I get to make it more my own. Um, and I can do it the way that I want kind yeah. of thing. Um, also, I I have just started going to a public school this year. Yeah. And I never realized how incredibly important church was. Like, yeah. I knew it was, but for a really long time, I was like, it's important because my parents volunteer there. And so I sure. volunteer there. That's what you're and supposed so, to do. Right, right. Yeah. And this past year, it's like, oh, like if I don't go to church, <laughs> I just I am this is not good. Like yeah. I need to do that. And then oh, also worship good. music is huge. I will turn it on in my car when I'm driving and it's just such a cool experience cuz you're alone yeah. and and you can just be in God's presence. That's good. And yeah. there's such good worship music out there. Yeah. It's so relevant um for teenagers especially. And, uh, and that there's so many cool resources out there as well on that. But I love that. I love that you said the importance of getting involved in church because, again, speaking to the adults here a little bit from my perspective, um, parents out there that you've got teenagers, you've got young ones, or if you're a grandparent or whatever, get your kids involved in church. Mm-hmm. Like get them around environments that 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 people are seeking God and that they can get truth spoken into them because that is so huge. You know, Definitely. the Bible says, don't forsake the assembly of the saints. Um, and it's so important. We're built for community, right? We're created mm-hmm. for community. And especially as teenagers, I mean, adults, we need this, no doubt. But especially teenagers, when they can get that support mm-hmm. with other teenagers that are seeking God and being around environments where people are um, worshiping God, that's a big deal, right? When, Like you yeah. said, when you get disconnected from that, you feel it. Yeah. Right? You're like, yeah. you're like you feel alone. Yeah, right? you can, you're you like, can really feel it. Yeah. yeah, you're like, where's all the Christians? And, you know, right? like, I, am I the only one? And it's so hard. Yeah. And uh, and that's a, that's a big deal. I love that you said that, Shiley, just how important it is for you to get involved in church, get involved in your youth group, get involved in something as a family to go to church and make that a priority, especially in our culture, because there's a, you know, there's a trend going on where people are going to church less just because they're busy yeah. and just da-da-da-da. But guys, I want you to re- reverse that and and still make that a point. I love that you said that, Shiley, because listeners, you heard it from a teenager, the importance <laughs> of going to church, yeah, right? I love it. Sure. You think an adult sure. would say that, but yeah. I love that a teenager is saying <laughs> it, right? You've right. got to go to church. You've got to be involved in that. Uh, and, and and you do your, your Bible devotion. Now, when how did you pick that up? Like what what made you say, I need to do a devotion and journal and things like that? Is mm-hmm. that something you've always done or did you kind of no, pick that up lately no. or what? Um, so for a long time, it was kind of hard for me to actually read yeah. the Bible, especially like I went to a Christian school. So to me, the Bible was a textbook. Yeah, that's really that's, what it becomes. Oh, yeah. And that's not Something you have to do for class. Helpful. Yeah, it's yeah. not It's not helpful. It makes you view the Bible in a way that it shouldn't sure. be viewed. Um but so I went to this honors program this summer at mm-hmm. Taylor nice. and getting prepped. Yeah, definitely. Nice. I got to take a couple of different classes that 
Um, yeah, so that was super cool. But there, there was a lot of like small group time and discussion and everything. And I had this leader and she was amazing. And they call them PAs at Taylor. I don't know why they call them that, but they do. And so, um, my PA was just amazing and she, that's something that she did. And so I started picking it up because I was like, this is really important and this will make me feel a lot better if I'm if I'm getting some of the word into me every yeah. day. So, yeah. That is so cool. I love it. I love that you saw the example from somebody and you incorporated it into your life. That was the catalyst is when you yeah. saw someone and said, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. And in that, in that small group environment, that's why, again, it goes back to that we're created for community. That's why it's so important to get involved in environments at church or small group or something Definitely. where you're you're around other people that are seeking God because you pick up on the things that they do. You hear some tips, you hear some examples, and you think, gosh, I need to be reading my Bible. That's kind of cool that you do that. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. And now you've done it, and you're kind of making it a habit mm-hmm. and, and seeing fruit from that, right? Definitely. I mean, getting Definitely. into the Word of God and things. That is so cool. Cool. Well, let me ask you this, Shiley. We'll, we'll kind of come down the home stretch a little bit and things like that. Um, but, uh, you know, for the listeners that are listening out there that again, parents, grandparents, coaches, teachers, youth leaders, children's workers, volunteers, whatever, the, whatever you do, whoever you are listening, um, give us like the top two or three things that we can do to make an impact on a teenager's life. Like the top two or three things that maybe come to mind that, again, our listeners can go and walk away with and say, okay, I need to start doing that if I'm going to make a difference in teenagers. Kind of give us those in a little mm-hmm. nutshell. Okay, so the first one, I actually am reading a psychology book called Nurture yeah. Shock right now. Yeah. And it talks about just different child behavioral things mm-hmm. um, and new findings that they found. Um, and so something that was written in there that's really, really huge is – People praise kids for being smart, Mm -hmm. but the people who praise children for putting in effort, it makes those children actually succeed. And Mm -hmm. the people who they're like, hey, you're so smart. Then if that child fails, then they don't know what to do because Mm -hmm. that's not something that they can control. But effort is. And so that is actually a really good thing. And I think that's really important because I know that I've had people be like, you're so smart. And then I fail at something and I'm like, no, I'm not like, obviously (laughs) not. There's proof. Um, so yeah, I would say that's one. Um, definitely anytime you talk about teenagers, everyone's going to be thinking about relationships and things like that. And I would just say, have patience and, really follow what God is saying on whether to not whether or not to talk to your child about the relationship or let them experience it um but definitely support them and be there for them and don't don't like shut them out for a relationship sure. because that's not it's going to hurt everyone in the end it's not sure. going to help anything sure um Also, last one is probably, like I said before, teenagers are so insecure. And so (laughs) if you ever have a chance to talk to your teenager about how great they are or how much effort, (laughs) there I am, (laughs) how much effort they put into something and, and like anything like that, and especially with girls, making them know that they are beautiful and they are loved 
and they don't have to be a certain something that society is telling them to be that's huge because if they're hearing it especially at home that's a whole like environment that is most of the time that they spend and so if that's what they're hearing at home it's going to make it a lot easier to live in a world where a size double zero is beautiful sure yeah, I don't even know what that means as a guy, but I think, <laughs> I think it's like uh, unheard of. So it is. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, Shiley. That's so good, I, and I love you know, especially bringing the psychology into that of just praising your kids, right, and and yeah. making sure that um, you just build them up, right. I mean, mm-hmm. that that's a foundational principle as a follower of Christ, right. right? We're here to encourage others and to build yeah. people up and never tear down, Mm-mm. to never let joking and sarcasm i know we've talked about it on the show the listeners will will remember this but the the uh, greek word for sarcasm is sarcasmos and it means um to to rip apart and tear flesh in half so when we're sarcastic to people like you know just in a real like mean kind of a way like picking on them we think it's funny and we think it's no big deal, but in reality, it's so destructive. It is. It's right? A big I mean, deal. it just hurts. Yeah. Hurts anybody, but especially teenagers when they're still forming mm-hmm. those identities and still trying to figure out who they are and, right. and, you know, are they beautiful? Are they okay? Are they, is something weird with them? Or are they normal? Right? They're just, they're trying to right. figure it all out. So anyway, but Shiley, so great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much of course. for being here. Mom and dad, remember, you got to take her out because <laughs> she gave you mad, mad props. Guys, listen, I hope you enjoyed the show today. And um, we're going to have some more great shows in the future. Shiley, it's so good to have you here to get a teenager's perspective. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, maybe we'll have you on again sometime. Okay. And have you come back. So listeners, great to have you here. Thanks for tuning in today to Faithology. And we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Faithology Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit his website at www.johnbarrettblog.com.